the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's exactly what we do. Each week we introduce you to the people that are making San Antonio a better place to live. We've had a guest on before, but I enjoy talking to him. And there's something coming up that you may want to be a part of. His name is uh, Troy Peters. He's the music director for the Youth Orchestras of San Antonio, otherwise known as YOSA. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about YOSA as well as uh, things that are coming up. And um, so, uh, well, Troy, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. No, it's my pleasure. And this is a great story. Folks are going to love hearing from you. All right. So we're going to do, before we get into the who you are and, and why you exist and why we uh, why you're important, let's do a little commercial for the event coming up on the 7th. Yes. Well, on Monday night, March 7th, Yosa is presenting Sgt. Pepper Live. So we're going to do a complete live performance of the Beatles' classic album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And we've got a an all-star rock band of some of the best San Antonio rock musicians, along with a full symphony orchestra on stage at the Tobin Center. And so you get to hear this incredible, legendary music that the Beatles actually never had a chance to play live. So we're going to go play the whole album from start to finish, as well as some other great Beatles hits from 1967, the year that the album came out. So it's going to be a great night. Yeah, I can hear in your voice you're kind of excited about this. You know, it's such a fun thing. Every year we do this project called Classic Albums Live, and we've done Prince and Radiohead and The Eagles and another Beatles album. We did Abbey Road a few years ago, and it's just such an exciting thing to take one of these beloved albums that that so many people know and bring it to life live uh, with an orchestra. Because that, that, that extra dimension of a big string section and all the extra percussion on top of the power of a rock band is just an incredibly exciting thing. Yeah, and uh, it's in the Tobin, and there's not a bad seat at the Tobin. Uh, it's designed so well. The, um, how do folks get tickets to it? Well, they're available from the Tobin Center box office. So you okay. can go to the Tobin Center website, which I think is tobincenter.org. Um, or you can go to the box office in person if you want to save on those uh, service charges. And, um, yeah, the, the, it's, it's, you know, it's such a beautiful venue, and it's a neat thing to be able to have San Antonio musicians bringing this stuff to life, not only local rock legends, um, but also the yeah. young musicians of Yosa, some of the best young musicians in South Texas who play at a really incredibly high level of music making. So we're going to um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say we've got, you know, this the band that we're playing with actually uh, has some people who would be familiar to some of your listeners. Yeah. Probably, that, um, we've got Diego and Emilio Navarra, whose father, Emilio, was the great Tejano pop star of the 90s. Um, and they have gone on to be country rock superstars themselves. They've toured with Sting, for example. Um, and they've got a great band called The Last Bandoleros. Um, 
We've got Joe Reyes from the band Buttercup. Um, we've got Chris Madden, who is a local uh, indie pop uh, synthesizer maestro. And uh, the four of them together, you know, know this music like the back of their hand. So it's been really fun to work with them. I bet it has. Well, let's okay. Well, let's do this now. So now we'll, we're going to revisit this every few uh, every few minutes. We'll we'll come back and talk about. Uh, the event. But yeah, go to the Tobin Center website or uh, yosa.org and you can uh, find out uh, how to get tickets to the event uh, Monday at 8 p.m. on March 7th at Sergeant Pepper's Live. Uh, as, uh, and so, okay. So uh, our guest today, Troy Peters, he's the music director for Youth Orchestras of San Antonio or YOSA. And Troy, talk to me a little bit about this. Tell me the history of youth orchestras or of San Antonio or Yosa. I'll just call it Yosa, and um, and uh, why and your and your mission. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Yosa is about changing kids' lives through music, and so we mainly do that working with hundreds of young musicians every weekend throughout the school year. We've got eleven different groups and more than 400 young musicians who show up every weekend and make music together everywhere from elementary school up through early college. Our top group, the most advanced musicians, the Yosef Philharmonic, is a hundred of the very best high school and college musicians in the area. And they really play at a remarkably high level. That's the group that's going to be on stage for the Sgt. Pepper show. But we also have uh, steps along the way. It's like a, you know, like a baseball farm system, you know, that we've got. We've got uh, ways to train them as they come up from, you know, just above Twinkle Twinkle Little Star all the way up to students who are on their way to Juilliard and everything in between. So it's, it's a really great privilege to work with these young musicians. We're not just teaching them music. You know, some of them will go into music, but most of them won't. And so it's really more about the experience of doing something complex in a large group of other young people who are also working hard and what that teaches you about your own potential and about your own ability to do great things when you work hard. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting um, how it works, too. So I didn't know about the farm system part. I didn't remember that yet. Uh, but the So how do, how do people get... Uh, start and how do they get involved with with yosa well we're fortunate you know that most of our almost all of our musicians uh are also involved learning music elsewhere so okay. they, they study music in mo- mostly in public school orchestras and bands of course um some of them are homeschooled or go to private schools and and have um private instructors on their instrument um but the bottom line is that you know there are always thousands of kids studying music but if you want to get involved in YOSA, you uh, can audition every year in June. So we have an open call every June where anybody who plays an orchestra or band instrument can come and play for us. And we do our best to accommodate as many players as possible, which is why we have you know nearly 500 young musicians who get together and work with us every weekend. Um, so if you go to the YOSA website, which is yosa.org, we do have audition registration open for this June. And, uh, you know, if you know any any kid from, you know, late elementary school all the way up through early college who's potentially interested, then that's a great place to, to get more information and sign up for an audition. And then we hope you, we see you in June. Yeah. And, um, you know, you you mentioned this, that they're all from San, all over San Antonio. And I'm guessing, uh, well, I'll just ask you, uh, is there other than a love of music, 
Is there any common theme in terms of uh, uh, economics, socioeconomics, uh, ethnicity, parts of town? I'm guessing it's it's a wide range of different folks. You know, we're really proud of the fact that, that the musicians of Yosa really look like San Antonio. So you have kids from every neighborhood. You have kids from every background. Um, and they they get to really come together and represent their city in a really interesting way. So uh, what they have in common is that they tend to be kids who are successful in other aspects of their lives. Oh, the that's interesting. You know, I mean, if you're going to get good at an instrument, it takes the ability to um, – to, to stay on task and to work at something. And so most kids who play an instrument well also usually do pretty well in school and usually do pretty well in other activities because they've developed that ability to um, to kind of organize their activities and just find the time to move forward with that with the artistic skills. And of course, playing an instrument, often strengthens those other skills. So it's kind of mutually reinforcing. You've got to work hard to, to do well at music, and then the people who do that uh, develop cognitive skills that translate into doing better in other areas of their, of their academic studies and other areas of life. And does being part of, it's not a, I guess it's kind of a team, but does being part of an orchestra also uh, help them with that, maybe to stay focused, maybe to feel, uh, to, to work in large groups? Um, is, yeah, is, it's absolutely about teamwork. You know, um, I when I was growing up, I was involved in three basic activities. I was involved in Little League Baseball, I was involved in scouting, and I was involved in orchestra. And I found there were a lot of similarities between those activities at their best. Um, I knew what it was like, the energy that you felt when you turned a double play was absolutely amazing. Um, and I knew what it was like working together with some other scouts in a patrol to put together, um, you know, a project or put 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 together a campsite. Um, and but the feeling of 90 musicians on stage playing a Tchaikovsky symphony in front of a thousand people in the audience is like that turned up to 11. <laughs> you know, the energy, right? the, the the feeling of turning a double play is great, but it's nothing compared to being in the middle of the gigantic sound that a full orchestra makes and the energy of an audience coming back at you. And so it's, it's a very similar thing of, yeah, learning what it feels like to accomplish something with a group. And yet because orchestral music is based in these relatively large numbers, um, it's even more exciting. It's a, it's a great feeling when all of a sudden you and 16 other people playing the same instrument do something in perfect harmony with each other. And I'm going to ask you something, uh, and and I apologize if you can't. If I, I'm guessing that you can, but if you don't have a particular story, you can take a second, and, and we'll come back to the question. But uh, now how long have you been uh, music director? It's been a while. I came to Yosa in 2009, so okay. I'm coming near the end of my 13th year here. And before I came to San Antonio, I was the music director of a youth orchestra in Vermont for 14 years. So I've been doing youth orchestra conducting pretty much my whole adult life. Um, and I also conduct professionals, and uh, work. I work with the orchestra at UTSA. Uh, but there's no question that the great through line of my career has been working with youth orchestras. So talk a little bit about maybe a success story that you've seen. You know, you mentioned the impact it can have on their lives. And, and do you have a couple favorite stories that you like that you're, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, I, this this works for people. 
being a part of this really can change lives. Can you think of one off oh. the top of your head? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's part of why this is so gratifying is we have all the time we have kids who we see have generational change in their in their possibilities uh, economically and professionally because of their orchestral journey. So, uh, for example, in the last couple of years here in San Antonio, uh, we've had three students that I can remember off the top of my head were the first person in their family to go to college, and all three of them uh, were able to go to college and get scholarship funds because they were exceptional musicians. So their efforts on their instruments meant not only that they got into college, um, but that they got scholarships that made it possible for their families to afford to send them to college. And they were kids whose parents and grandparents had, had in some cases, not even finished high school. Um, and, you know, they, they, they weren't all studying music. Sometimes you can get a music scholarship even if you're not pursuing music as a career. Hmm. Um, so one of them was uh, studying electrical engineering but got a music scholarship for being a really good oboe player. Um, and that kind of thing happens fairly regularly. I also uh, have a very memorable experience here in San Antonio with a young man who was a tuba player, um, grew up on the south side of San Antonio, and I remember getting on an airplane. We were flying to China with Yosa. We're shortly after I first arrived here, and I turned to him and said, "Is this your first time on a on a on a airplane? On the first time going out of the country?" And he said, "Sir, this is the first time I've left Air County." Wow. And, um, so then, you know, we went and we toured China, and of course, all the um, kind of eye-opening cultural experiences that were involved in that, right? And then a couple years later, he went on to college. Again, first-generation college student. His parents and grandparents had not gone to college. And he went on to uh, get a bachelor's degree and master's degree and uh, is a band director now in North Texas. And, you know, I talked to him a couple years ago, and he said, you know, I'm, I am the success story of my family. I'm the person who has gone the furthest educationally. I'm the, the person who's... Um, done the most economically, you know, and, and my parents are so proud, even though at first they were like, what the heck's a tuba? Now they're <laughs> so proud of, of where this journey has taken me. That's and great. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, that's what it's about. It's, it's my own story. You know, my dad grew up in rural Arkansas in poverty, and um, and then a generation later, you know, I've had a, just a huge amount of opportunity in my life, and, and music has been the ticket that has gotten me to travel around the world and have just a whole bunch of really memorable experiences. Speaking of tickets, okay, this is the corniest segue you're ever going to hear. Speaking <laughs> of tickets, I promised uh, Troy Peters, our guest today, music director with Yosa, that we would mention the upcoming performance on March 7th at the Tobin Center. Troy, what am I talking about? Well, so March 7th, again, is Yosa presenting Sgt. Pepper Live, the classic Beatles album, Start to Finish, with a local all-star rock band and a full symphony orchestra. And, you know, these days everybody's been thinking about the Beatles lately, right? There's that Peter Jackson yeah. documentary that premiered around Thanksgiving, and I think a lot of people have watched parts of that um, and, and been talking about it and thinking about the Beatles a little bit more recently. Well, to go back and hear some of these incredibly memorable songs um, live and with a full orchestra is going to be something that, that just you will not forget. It's going to be a really beautiful evening. And uh, go to yosa.org to find out about the uh, tickets and how to get them and prices. And 
Another exactly. Yep. And this is this event. You know, it's a, it's a great evening. It's a lot of fun, and it absolutely is an event that benefits the work we do for our students. You know, we 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 do this music because it's great music, but we also do this show, the Classic Albums Live Show, every year as a way to bring in revenue to mm-hmm. support scholarships and other activities to make. Yosa experiences accessible to more kids and change more kids' lives through music. So it's a great way to invest in the future and have a great night out. You know, uh, uh, Troy, we'll talk to a, a bunch of stuff that I saw. I didn't realize you guys have sort of an alumni association. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like any organization that's been around for a long time, we have we have alumni who are out there doing great things, and so we do our best to stay in touch with them and keep them involved and supportive of Yosa. Um, you know, we started in 1949 um, okay. in the, pre- the precursor of Yosa, which was called San Antonio Yosemite. Started at Thomas Jefferson High School here in San Antonio in 1949 as an outside of school activity. And then over the years, that changed names and changed leadership. And the, the organization proper, called that, the, you know, the name Yosa was born basically in 1977. Um, but it has its roots that go all the way back to 1949. So. You know, either we've been around for 45 years or we've been around for 73 years or, but you know, but there's, there's just a long time of generations of San Antonians who, who call us part of their history. And everywhere I go, I run into people who say, oh, I was in Yosa in the eighties or the sixties or that, you know, and they, so there definitely are people all over the place who are really proud of having connections to the history of Yosa and, um, you know, we've changed the lives of generations of kids. Most of them not professional musicians, but some of them are. You know, we have alumni who are part of the San Antonio Symphony, of course, and other professional orchestras out there across the world. Um, we have a young composer named Darian Thomas, who's an alum from seven or eight years ago, who's living in New York City. And every time I turn around, he's showing up in articles in the New York Times and the Washington Post national public radio praising him as a as a leading voice of emerging contemporary music and you know so there's a whole bunch of folks but we've also got people who are biochemists and physicians and psychologists and you know doing all kinds of other things out there in the world so we're really proud of all of our alumni uh, Troy Peters is our guest. He's the music director for Youth Orchestras of San Antonio, or YOSA. And you can find more about them at YOSA, Y-O-S-A, dot org, including the upcoming concert. Um, and, uh, you know, I promised you before we started, you can tell me where to go on these things and say, okay, let, let's talk about this first. But I did see there was an opportunity for a summer camp. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. We Every year we do three weeks of day camp in the summer. Um, and this is this is July and early August, and this is a great way for uh, parents of of musicians who maybe aren't ready to uh, commit to playing in an orchestra all year round to go and and uh, spend a week making music with us. And we're going to be announcing the details of the 2022 summer camp in the next couple of weeks by early March. Um, the, by about the second week of March, the, the camp announcement should be live on our website. Oh, good. Okay. And we have um, band and orchestra camps. We have a camp for young composers where if you mm. like to write music, you can go and, and write music all week and then have professional musicians perform and record what you've written um, at the end of the week. We've got a camp for younger string players who are just starting out. And we've, we're adding a camp this year um, that's just geared towards elementary school kids who don't even necessarily play an instrument yet. It's just kind of a 
I like music camp and you can come, third and fourth graders can come and just have fun making music together um, and learning, even if they haven't started studying an instrument, um, which we're excited about. This is the first time that we've offered kind of an entry-level opportunity like that to kids who aren't already playing instruments. Um, and then some of the camps go all the way up to high school students. So like I say, band and orchestra camps. One of the most popular things at our camp is called Orchestra X. And Orchestra X is a string orchestra that plays rock and roll and Tejano music and pop and Broadway and everything but classical music. It's kind of deliberately designed to be, you know, what we sometimes call alternative styles, you know, the things that you don't usually think of a violin playing. Um, and they have it's a great way to have fun in the summer and spend a week just rocking out on, on string instruments. So there's a lot of different things. And again, you know, hundreds of kids have the chance to, to be part of what we do by attending the camps. There is, for everything we do, there's financial aid available. So okay, although there's a fee for the camp and for participating in our orchestras, we also have a financial aid process, and we do our best to make it work for everybody who wants to be there. So we have some people who are there on full scholarship and some people who are there on partial scholarship, and we would certainly encourage people not to let money be a barrier if they're thinking about uh, trying out YOSA programs. Very good. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, but I'm glad you did. The um, other thing is, uh, frequently I'll ask people uh, when they're on the show, uh, so how can our listeners uh, get involved with, uh, with YOSA? One of the things you mentioned was the fundraiser that's coming up. Are there other funding uh, and fundraising opportunities? Do you need volunteers? Uh, what are some things that you're looking for now that, that our listeners may be able to help you with? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that's most valuable to the young musicians we work with is having an audience. And so there's no question that one of the best ways to get your feet wet with Yosa is just go and hear our kids play. Um, we're a resident company at the Tobin Center, and so our, our kids play in the Tobin Center several times per year in a variety of different configurations. Um, and then we also play other concerts around town. If you keep, keep visiting our website and, or follow us on social media like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. You can kind of learn about events as they come up and go check out the kids, check out the music. Um, of course, like any nonprofit organization, we need financial support. Um, we do our best to make this, this services we offer as accessible to as many kids as possible. And to do that, we raise hundreds of thousands of dollars every year in donations. And so, you can go to the YOSA website, uh, and, of course, we make it easy to give there if you want to check it out. Um, and uh, we do have volunteers involved. You know, it, it does not hurt to uh, just reach out if you want to learn more. You can just call our office um, and or visit our website to get the contact info. Um, and then one other thing I'll mention that's been coming up uh, a lot recently is there's a lot of people who have um, pianos sitting around, and they're oh. trying to figure out what to do with a piano that nobody's playing anymore. We have a partnership with Alamo Music um, where you can donate pianos to benefit YOSA. And so those, in some cases, those pianos will actually be used as instruments. In other cases, um, they may be resold and the proceeds will benefit YOSA. And so that's, that's something that we've had a lot of calls about in the last couple of years of, you know, people wanting to, to, uh, Stop that! The piano that's been gathering dust, have mm -hmm. it move on into somebody else's life, and have it be a more meaningful contributor. Well, yeah, and I think for, for for that especially, there there you know 
you want to do something, chances are maybe it was inherited, uh, and but you want to do something that honors the legacy of the person that that, uh, that gave it to you, uh, that passed it on to you. So this would be a perfect way to do it if you don't play the piano or if, uh, you know, you just, like you say, it's gathering dust and you want to do something with it that's meaningful. That's great. That's a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, we're really, you know, Alamo Music has been a tremendous partner in that. They're a local business that's been here in town for decades. And um, the Flores family at Alamo yeah. Music has been always been great to San Antonio and given back in lots of different ways. And so we are we're excited that, that we're able to um, to partner with them on this. And we're actually honoring the Flores family later this spring. We have an annual event called the Standing Ovation Luncheon, where we every year give an award to honor an important figure in the support of performing arts here in San Antonio. And so this year we're actually honoring the Flores family of Alamo Music for their decades of, of great work here in this community. And that's another event that will, that will be more information will be on our website in the coming weeks about uh, coming out and having a nice lunch and, and, and being a part of seeing that honor take place. And, of course, that is another fundraising event that benefits our programs. There you go. Okay. Troy Peters has been our guest today. He's the music director of Youth Orchestras of San Antonio, or YOSA. YOSA.org is the website to go to. And we have just about a minute left, Troy. What's happening on the 7th? Is something happening? Do not miss March 7th, <laughs> Sgt. Pepper's Live at the Tobin Center, saluting the great Beatles album live in concert with Yosa. And you've got uh, not only uh, members of Yosa, but you've got some uh, some uh, really rock stars, literally. Yeah, great local San Antonio rock musicians um, who will be playing you know all the the all the parts you know and singing all the parts you know and then backed up by this full symphony orchestra. It's going to be a really really beautiful show. Very cool. All right, so go to yosa.org, yosa.org, to learn more about that. But it's coming up. It's March seventh, Monday at eight p.m. Uh, at the Tobin, and which is a great place to see a show. All right, he got about about twenty seconds left, so I want to thank our guest today, uh, Troy Peters, music director with Yosa. If you didn't get the email address, you didn't get the website, you didn't get the phone number, you call me here at the station, I'll get it to you, and I'll be happy to help you. I'm Milton Glick. You be sure to join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make sense. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.